Welcome to the Gallery Girl podcast. Gallery Girl is a London-based website and curatorial platform dedicated to contemporary art from across the globe. In this podcast, we're going to focus on female artists, curators and practitioners who highlight art with roots in West Asia and North Africa. Enjoy. Welcome to the Gallery Girl podcast. Today I am joined by Inti Bint and Shaima Altamimi, two Yemeni artists based in diaspora. Noha, also known as Inti Bint. Um, Inti Bint is Arabic for You're a Girl. She is a singer, songwriter and illustrator based in London. Having grown up between the UK, Yemen and Switzerland, her work comments on her experiences as a Yemeni woman living in the UK and the meaning that Inti Bint has had throughout her life. Uh, Shaima lives in the GCC. She is always on the go and her photography work documents the diversity, stories, people, food and places that make our cities what they are today. Both Noha and Shaima are part of Al Yamaniya, an international collective of Yemeni women founded by Noha. Um, the collective shines a light on female Yemeni talent across the world. Together, they have just recently curated an initiative called Prints for Yemen, encompassing a series of artist prints raising funds for Yemenaid, an organisation providing long-term and sustainable humanitarian assistance to Yemeni people regardless of race, political affiliation, ancestry or religion. Welcome, guys. Hello. Thank you for having me. I wanted to ask with um start by asking how you both connected in the first place i mean for sure definitely on instagram but i I don't remember the first like the first time that we insta met (laughs) (laughs) i don't recall but i think it was just like kind of just i don't know as soon as we um kind of found each other on online I guess we just sort of connected that way um and it and it made it better that we both kind of have similar um ideas of like what we want to do especially in terms of supporting Yemen so yeah yeah oh I think think it additionally probably started with um when I found out that you were selling merchandise um you know the t-shirts with the the, the Sana'a lady and um, the one with the landscape of Sana'a. Yeah, I was quite fascinated by the fact that there was actually interesting looking merch that was you know like Yemeni based. And next thing I knew, I logged onto the website. I bought a couple of t-shirts for myself and some friends. Actually, I even once curated a like a Yemeni themed birthday gift for my Palestinian friend wow. and yeah. some stuff was on there as well. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so that was like the very beginning of how we met. Wow, amazing. And what both drew you to art and becoming artists yourselves? Um, in my scenario, I think it's like it all happened very organically. Um, I didn't come from an art-based sort of um, background. I didn't study art. You know, my family, you know, all had uh, very sort of different interests. And so it wasn't something that I really grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I would say because I started working in the arts and culture field over 10, 11 years ago, that, 
you know, my, my exposure towards, you know, people in the industry and, you know, going to art exhibitions every now and then, you know, I work also at a film institute. So somehow that tends to rub off on you after some time. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess, you know, I realized that I had a lot of things to say, a lot of things to express. And for me, it was something I, you know, picked up via photography. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's sort of how it started. And, and I am so far loving the direction of, you know, where this is also taking uh, me in terms of like, I don't want to call it a secondary career because, you know, I, I, I do practice photography when I'm not, you know, working my nine to five job. Yeah. Um, but it, it has also, you know, shaped who I am today and the way that I think, um, you know, about everything that's going on around us. Amazing. What about you, Noha? Um, I think it's really interesting to hear uh, Shema say that because it's super, I'm kind of um, similar in that sense where I didn't really come from a very artistic background. Like when I um, I studied like my undergraduate in media practice, which did have like some art elements to it. Um, I did actually focus my um, like final project. Uh, it was a photography project. And I then studied masters, which was migration and, and development. So yeah. Um, yeah, so as I was saying, um, I studied my master's in migration and development, and as I had uh, more time when I was doing it, because I was studying part-time, um, I decided to start focusing a bit more on art, and that's when I started, like, Intibent, and I was doing the t-shirts at the beginning, when I found that actually there was sort of more time for me to create more than just, like, t-shirts and merchandise, and... Um, yeah, it was a great way for me to like reconnect with uh, like my Yemeni side, and it was also a great way to kind of meet more like Yemeni artists like Shema as well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of also able to raise awareness through art, and yeah, so that's kind of how I like got into it. Amazing. And do you both feel, as Yemeni artists who don't live in Yemen, like a, a responsibility to use your work to? draw attention to the situation there like I know now how both of us are based in London and like it's not really covered much on the news like do you feel like you're in a way you kind of have to um draw people to this situation um yeah definitely I think there is that feeling of responsibility especially with like you know the privilege that comes with living abroad and um living in like these kind of environments so for me definitely yes um yeah yeah what about you yeah um, Yeah. sorry um see the thing is um i mean i think i only very recently started noticing a pattern in a lot of you know what i do within visual storytelling and I have come to notice that it's all about, you know, Yemen, but much more like my experiences of, you know, being, you know, Yemeni that has never lived in Yemen and always yeah. have lived outside. And with that as well comes another added layer of me being East African Yemeni, mm. which, you know, when I, when I tell people that I'm, part East African, they think like, oh, wow, that's such an exotic mix. Like, how did that come about? Mm. But the thing is, it isn't like a one-off sort of 
situation where, you know, my dad fell in love with my mom and, you know, they lived in East Africa and then moved to the GCC. It's, it's the fact that being East African and Yemeni is actually a very, very big part of the Yemeni identity. Mm. And so that I find that not a lot of people, you know, uh, know about this and, I think th- there's a lot to also do with how I came to accept, you know, even this as a dual identity. Yeah. So that, that is also part of my responsibility is to show one, the diversity of our history, because it has a lot to do with our patterns within migration and movement. Um, because, you know, as Yemenis, like we've, And again, because of several other factors like within colonialism and trade and the spice trade as well. Um, And, you know, we also partially had a lot to do with spreading Islam at some point that um, a big portion of Yemenis went to Indonesia. Um, So there's all these different, you know, pockets of um, places within geography that we've gone to and assimilated and then either came back to Yemen or moved somewhere else further. Mm-hmm. Um, or stayed in these places. So, and to me, like, this is what I find extremely fascinating. It's the fact that, like, I'll, I'll tell you a mini story about this one time. I went to my cousin's, um, it wasn't a baby shower. It was like, uh, you know, when, when she already gives birth, like when she's already given birth. And so all the women in the family would go to visit. Mm-hmm. And we were all having dinner on the floor sort of very traditional style mm-hmm. and to my left was this group of like much much older women speaking in Indonesian and in front of me uh, was a group of women speaking in Swahili and behind me was a w- group of women speaking in Arabic and like in a very Yemeni accent and this to me was just like whoa I'm not. I'm not in a weird event. I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm in a family event, where, you know, you don't normally start to see or notice, you know, these different sort of aspects of your culture, mm-hmm. and I feel like if there ever was a time that I would have wanted a sound recorder next to me or a video camera, like that would have been that moment, because it's it's. Given that we're, we all speak three different languages, it's it's a it's a very Yemeni thing. Wow! But people don't know that. Again, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually um, can relate quite a lot, especially yeah. in my family situation. My mom speaks five languages, and like she's from Armenia. She's Armenian, but she's from Lebanon, and people don't seem to understand that. Like people do travel. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think even, you know, the responsibility that I've taken upon myself, you know, isn't only just about sort of amplifying what's happening there, but, you know, also showing that there are 10 million different stories that can come out of Yemen. And, you know, unfortunately, what the media is just focusing on is the war and the famine and you know, like, obviously, it's not to say that it's not happening, it is, but, you know, we, we, I think, even especially for, you know, some of the artists like myself who are in diaspora, 
like there's so much that we can do that can also combat this very weak and poor image of Yemen as a stereotype to people. Yeah, I think that's so important, especially as people don't realize that it's such a big country and it has so much history and culture that unfortunately, like we aren't shown. It's amazing what you guys are doing. Yeah. Okay. So you're both part of Al Yamaniya that Noha started. Noha, can you tell, tell me a little bit about this amazing initiative and how you brought all these women together? Um, so Al Yamaniya is basically a platform for Yemeni women. Um, it's the idea is to just centralize Yemeni women within the conversations that are about Yemen and in the process also bring Yemeni women together and uh, highlight their work. Um, the, the inspiration like behind the project was basically, I kind of was taking all of the things that I had, um, like when I was doing my um, like t-shirt uh, sales for Yemen, I kind of found that through the process of doing that and starting my own page and everything, I met so many amazing Yemeni women. And I found that like, I'd actually hadn't met that many Yemeni women just being, you know, growing up in the UK and in Yemen and all like throughout my life. And so I just found that like having a platform that can do that, that can actually allow Yemeni women to get to know each other whilst also promoting their work and like centralizing them within like, these really big conversations um, was something that really needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I came up with the idea. And um, yeah, it's, I found, I, I actually met all the girls that are on my team um, for Instagram as well. So it was kind of, I just did a call out, like, you know, who wants to be part of something, um, a platform that is for Yemeni women. And to my, like, I was really surprised at how many, uh, uh, Yemeni women got in touch and wanted to be involved and then we formed a team and um, yeah it's been great we've just it's, it's really amazing what can happen when you have a team of people that all like truly care and are also like have experience you know they're all they're all Yemeni women so they all know how it feels to be a Yemeni woman so it's just great when you have a team like that um, what can what can come out of it so yeah. So there's six of us and we kind of focus on different projects. So obviously at the moment I've been mainly focusing on uh, Prince Yemen, and uh, I've got um, there's two other of my uh, teammates, um, Anwar and Asma, who are currently helping uh, produce a podcast. Um, and then there's Afra, who is sort of managing the Deftar Aswar project. And then we also have um, Shema and Maqadir, who do translating and like the web website, web design, that kind of thing. Wow, amazing. So um, can you tell me a little bit about Prince for Yemen? So I'll let, yeah, Shema, go ahead. Um, okay, so Prince for Yemen uh, started out as, like, just this thought in my head uh, when I felt like, you know, I've been, like, I have a lot of people interested in buying some prints, but I've never set up a system. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, I mean, I could sell my prints online and, you know, give... Uh, some of it charity but then I don't think I would be able to make the kind of impact that I wanted to make 
And so I approached Naha and, you know, and it was literally just an idea like off the top of my head and no, you know, what about if we do like a sale called Prince for Yemen and invite more Yemeni artists to be part of this? What do you, what do you think? And instantly Naha loved the idea and we started working on it. It was all super last minute. Um, I think I was also very blessed with the fact that Nuha is very tech savvy. <laughs> so she helped a lot with, you know, um, setting up the website and sort of uploading photos and stuff. And I mostly handled um, all the other admin stuff, like getting in touch with the artists and uh, making sure everything's okay. So like there's a, yeah, there's a bit of a balance in terms of like what we both do with Prince for Yemen. But um, I think ever since we launched, which was um, a little over two weeks ago, it has been a great success. We have made, how much have we made so far? I think we've definitely passed 15,000. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely past 15,000 pounds and we have five more days to go. What, to what date does it end? Um, on the 14th of July. Okay. I, it'll probably go out then. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the thing is, um, I think that, like, well, from what we've noticed from everyone's feedback is that, well, first of all, we have all the male Yemeni community sort of like, oh, why aren't we in the sale? Like, we can help too. <laughs> and... That they're totally right. It's a totally fair sort of you know point to bring forward, and the whole idea wasn't about excluding men from the conversation. It's just that it just so happened that you know Nuha offered to sort of have Elimania be the host of this platform, and since it's mostly female centric, that's just what ended up happening. Yeah. Um, however, you know should we you know, re-approach this project at a later point in time, we would, I think we, no, what do you think? <laughs> that we definitely at least want to also start to involve men into the conversation because, you know, it's, it's important for both genders to also be on the same page about how they want to help their homeland. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's always good to kind of, uh, think about these things and I always I'm, I mean with everything I do I obviously always want to center women but I'm always making sure that I'm not being that person that is just completely like no to men you know because it's true like you said it is important that men are also involved because it is true that if we do want to make a change you know in the grand scheme of things if we do want to make a change that is that's how it's going to happen but um I don't know I think going forward then we we can see and like I think it's, it's just always about doing it in a way that ensures that, like, women are still kind of in the centre. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And besides, like, this um, initiative has, like, two plus points. Like, it's doing good for Yemen, but it's also introducing people to all these incredible Yemeni artists that they may never have known about before. And the prints are super beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Like, something... I was also additionally surprised at was um, when we were, you know, working on 
you know, captioning it for social media. And we obviously, I just wanted to quickly count the number of artists that, you know, we've, we've managed to get on board, uh, obviously, thanks to their support. And it was 10 women at the first, on the first phase of the project, which to me already was a huge sort of, um, I would say, key selling point because, you know, prior to Prince for Yemen, I don't think I counted how many female artists we had that were from Yemen or, you know, from the diaspora of Yemen. And um, I think the reason why a lot of this is also very special is because you don't normally hear of artists, you know, from Yemen. And I think this was like a really, really good way to showcase you know, the breadth and depth of what Yemeni artists do. Like there are some of them are in photography, some of them are into sculpture work, some of them are into um, like, you know, graphic design, illustration. So, and, and not even that, like there's actually more that we, you know, still are yet to tap into or, uh, you know, are yet to include. Um, so I think it was, it was like an all round sort of feel good project you know, not just because we were doing something back for Yemen, but that we were also helping to support and showcase other artists that, you know, people wouldn't have necessarily come across. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think you'll do another phase of the sale? I mean, I wouldn't say no, obviously. Um, you know, clearly the, the success of this so far you know, means something. And these are signs that we should be paying attention to, you know, in the future after the sale ends. Um, you know, if anything, I we now know that there is a demand for, you know, people wanting to understand what Yemeni artists have to say. You know, what does their art look like? How does it relate to my story, even if I'm not Yemeni? Because, yeah. you know, again, at the end of the day, we're all human beings, we all relate to each other in different ways, even though we come from different backgrounds. Um, and, you know, sometimes that's also a strength, the, the fact that we're different. Yeah, for sure. So um, besides Prince for Yemen, what are you both working on right now? Um, so I'm currently... Um, working on a project. I don't want to mention the name because it's still a working title, right, okay. but um, it's, it's part of my fellowship with the Magnum Foundation who were very, very generous with their support. Um, it's sort of a continuum. It's a continuation of a project that I had already started called As If We Never Came. Mm -hmm. And um, this was something that I had worked on last year. And, um, you know, I pitched another edition of this to Magnum Foundation as an expansion of this project. But obviously, since Corona happened, it completely threw off the structure and strategy of how I would go on about it. Mm -hmm. But again, uh, sometimes, you know, these things can be a blessing in disguise. And so... Um, it has completely sort of rewired me into thinking of how I can still talk about the same issues of, you know, being Yemeni, mm -hmm. but 
in a very different way. And I think a lot of what you will see within the project when it comes out, inshallah, in the future, is that um, it was all the result of isolation and the result of sort of self-reflecting and, you know, the, the, the like, what, you know, what's the outcome of having too much time with yourself? What is the outcome of diving deep into your past, your history, um, how all of that actually sort of um, impacts the way that you live today or the way or whatever you are today. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to give too much details <laughs> about um mostly because it's 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 still in design it's still in a phase where um I'm, I'm working a lot with archival images i'm working a lot with uh found footage um but i'm still applying a story that is very very personal to me and my family and sort of um using that as a symbol of you know the constant struggle of yemenis having to to move mm. every other generation, you know, just to find a place that they can either call home or a place that just embraces them. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. a really interesting project. I look forward to seeing it hopefully sometime soon. Yes, inshallah. I will notify you once it's ready. Yeah, please do. Um, Noha, what are you working on? So um, I'm working on Yemeniya. Like mm -hmm. we have a few projects coming up, as I mentioned, with the uh, podcast and uh, collaboration with Dr. Asfar. And I'm also working on my debut EP, inshallah. Exciting. <laughs> really exciting. Uh, it will have um, four or maybe five. I'm still undecided about the fifth song. Um, but it will also include two of the songs that I've already released as singles, um, In My Dreams and Myself. And I'm collaborating with um, some amazing uh, Yemeni female artists for the for the EP. So for um, one of the music videos and also one of the songs. I'm not going to say who, but I've got um, some Yemeni uh, poetry in there. So it's hopefully it's gonna it's gonna sound good. And I'm aiming to release it this summer. Just not sure yet when. But um, yeah, so I'm kind of just mainly working on that really. Uh, and yeah amazing that sounds so exciting i hope you're able to actually perform at some point this century so i can see you <laughs> i really hope so hopefully i mean otherwise it will i'll do like a it'll have to be like an online concert but i really hope i end up getting to perform live at some point yeah and i wanted to finish by asking you um which yemeni artist do you think that the listeners should have on their radar? Oh God, that's a very difficult question. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of the ones on Prince for Yemen, for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good start. <laughs> um, okay, I'll list some of the ones whose work I really, really love. Mm -hmm. um, definitely Afra Ahmed. Mm. Definitely... Um, uh, Sara Ahmed, not sisters, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, wait, I'm trying to think of someone who's not from the print sale. Um, wait, wait, wait. 
oh, there's there's the works of um, Araf Al-Lumay. Mm. I think, I hope I'm pronouncing his, his name correctly. He's an amazing um, artist, uh, artist from Yemen who uses a lot of sort of photography and a bit of mixed media technique. Um, his work is really, really good. And he was recently also featured on, um, you know, when, when you're on WeTransfer and sometimes yeah. you can see art. Yeah. So yeah, he was featured really cool. on his work. Um, who else we have? Noha, um, help me out here. I was going to just say Lama Ali because I just love, I love her work. And I think... Yeah. She always uh, manages to create beautiful um, pieces out of, like, inspired by Yemeni architecture, but she just does it in a way which is so unique. Um, and I've just been a huge fan of her work for ages. And I know she's part of the print sale, but yeah, yeah, yeah. her work, so. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of, like, non-print sale ones because there's still some good ones out there that, you know, didn't necessarily get to be a part of um, this initiative. Um which, yeah, obviously, you know, people can look up as well. Um, so, yeah, you have three names right now. Yeah. And then you have also there is um, Asam Abdelaziz, who is an emerging photographer based in Aden. Um, I really, really love his work. He's very active and sort of very eager and hungry to learn more. And then there's uh, Nasr Akkari. I love who his is, work also based in Adan and like I'm, I'm trying to also work with photographers in Yemen to also I think like part of my social responsibility is to see what I can give back to them as well in terms of you know my experience within this field and how that you know can help them you know become better and just be you know storytellers that um, other people can, you know, listen to and look up to. Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you, guys. Um, thank you. I will link everything on the podcast to Shaima's work, Kanoha's work, Prince for Yemen, Al Yemenia, whatever else I can think of. And thank you so much for your time. I'm so excited for everyone to listen to thank this. You. this was- it was great and with my first uh, podcast interview so I'm uh, very much uh, open to doing other podcast interviews now that I have experience. Yay. <laughs>